Hey there, everyone. Welcome to The Legal Life with Brooksy and Shanaz. I'm Shanaz. I'm here with Brooksy. This is episode 43. Now, for all you people keeping track, episode 41 has not been released. We've got it, but it's our little secret. This is episode 43. Brooksy, how you doing, my friend? I'm good, Shanaz. Way to give everyone a little like... Oh, you missed out on 41 and we're keeping it to ourselves. You know, we sit around and we chew gum, we listen to episode 41. It's legendary. Maybe maybe there can be some sort of code word uh, throughout the remainder of the season. What would you like it to be? I don't know. We'll work it out. But it could be some sort of like for the avid listeners. We can drop it at the end of the year. Not that it would be relevant. Believe me, they're better off not hearing it. Yeah, I know. Is that the reason why we, we didn't release it? We had some tech issues. Yeah, it was the, still quality. We mentioned we it last week. Issues. Yeah, the tech difficulties episode. Now, let's move on, Brooksy. Mm. I am struggling to watch something new on TV, but I want to, and I want it to star Jason Bateman and Laura Linney. What yes. can you do for me? Yeah, you ticked a couple of boxes in the one I just finished, and I mentioned it last week. I was like, oh, Schnaz, it's an absolute belter of a show. What's it called? Ozark. There's a lake in Missouri. I mentioned it last week. And yeah, it's named after the area in which Bateman and Lenny, the family, moved to. And it's great, mate. Uh, The two shows that I've been watching slash watched involved the washing of money money laundering so i was i was saying the other day it's like i just want to start a business so i can wash some money schnaz it's funny do you reckon like when you watch some of those shows that they're about crime and gangs and whatnot you sort of want to get involved like where's my local gang like i want to want to start just particularly chopping people and when it involves the more normal characters who then have to like turn to this dirty life this dastardly life then I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, that could happen to me. I'm a nice guy, but I just I've, I ran, ran into the wrong company and now I'm laundering money. Breaking schnaz. Breaking schnaz. They tried, but they haven't got me yet. Boardwalk schnaz pile. It's got a good ring to it. <laughs> yeah, so this one, like, I know you're an Arrested Development fan like myself, and yes. I know there's a few people out there that are. It's like Michael, he's like Michael Bluth with a dark side. Oh, right. It's awesome. It's it, uh, but there's not, no there's no light in there, is there? What do you no, mean light? No, no, light? no, there's good lighting. Like what? there's no lightness. It's dark. It's a, it's a drama, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's about yeah. yeah I, I don't okay. want to give anything away. I want people Please to don't. go in cold as as long as you like Bateman, you like Laura Lenny, go oh. in watch it. How could you not? It's awesome. I, I I'm surprised. Like a lot of um of the movie websites and TV websites have rated it low. Um initially and i was speaking to fellow colleague justin who does all our annotations for the lab and he goes on rotten tomatoes and it was like 60 something but the user rating was 92 and i'd i'd give it nine out of ten if i'm i'm db'ing the stars of it i'll give it nine great start okay i was looking at Seppenwall's um account Great he hasn't man. he hasn't mentioned it yet really yeah we've, ju- we've jumped in maybe ahead of seppenwall i'm ahead of the curve with seppenwall how good's that do you want to explain who seppenwall is typically? alan seppenwall the guy that died, one of the most famous tv critics in the states yes um but Schnell, i can't I thinking, believe he hasn't watched it or mentioned it yeah but how many tv shows are being dropped every week these days yeah but he's the guy yeah but you you got to have a break you, you can't You've got Can to, you got your ratings go out the toilet if you're constantly 
reviewing shows. Unless you want to keep it your secret, can you tweet him from The League Life or Brooksy and include The League Life, tweet Alan Seppenwall and ask him, has he reviewed the show yet? And if, yeah. if not, why not? What are you doing? Stop having breaks. Yeah. We have TV shows to read about. You might be watching like... Uh, the Bachelor with Matty J is like might be an avid Australian Bachelor fan. He goes, this guy got left at the altar. Oh, not the altar. What was it like? Just standing there in Singapore. <laughs> he might be. He might be occupied already. Shnaz. But great show. And there's another one. Yeah. Power. I'm a few seasons behind. I don't know of it. It's a Fifty Cents show. Oh, maybe I know of it. It's yeah. about like a gang in the US in in New York. Dealing drugs. One of the guys, his name is James St. Cl- uh, St. Patrick. James St. Patrick. Sa- James St. Patrick. Um, running the running the operation for Fiddy, who's in jail. And it, he owns like a nightclub and stuff. And it's they're washing the money through the nightclub. Another good one. I'm a few years behind. Jerry Ferrara from uh, the old Entourage. Turtle. Massive Knicks fan. Turtle. Is in it eventually, but I haven't seen him yet. Because <laughs> that's how I sort of got onto it. Because he was mentioning it on Twitter and stuff. Right. But yeah, heard it's a good show. I hope uh, if anyone's watching it, let me know that you're watching it. Brooksy. Yeah. It's almost September. I know. We're in August. It's great. I can, you can smell it. I can smell it. There's yeah. five NRL run, rounds to go. Excuse me. And things are getting exciting. Let's talk footy. Yeah. I was asked the question and I saw it 18 million times, including your lovely Twitter account. Who, 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 just who is going to beat this Melbourne team? Valid question. Valid question. There are a few contenders who probably will put their arm up, but certainly... Just the one arm? Just the one arm who, if Let's say Cronulla is one of the teams. Who would you pick to put their arm up? Who's like, will... Gal. It's only a little small stocky arm, isn't it? Wouldn't you want someone with a bit of range? Gal's fine by me. A bit, di- a bit T-Rex-like arm. T-Rex did his knee and he's off to England. <laughs> yeah. um, nice one. Brisbane, a disappointing result against Parramatta. They've got their arm up. No McCulloch, no chance. No, put the arm down, Brisbane. Parramatta have got their arm up. Eh. And the other club who definitely have probably two arms up is uh, the Roosters. The uh, yeah, they were impressive against the Cowboys, particularly in the second half. But my my point is, Melbourne are clear cut favourites and absolutely should be, and they most likely will go on and win the competition. But I just get a little bit flustered, and not as a fan of a club, but more as a fan of the sport. And as you know, and like you, obsessed with the media coverage that happens around the sport. Oh. It's all just like one person says it, they all say it, and there is reason to say it. But this is a competition. Yeah. Teams play each other. Teams win, teams lose. Players get injured. Players get suspended. There's a long way to go. I like the narrative that Melbourne are unbeatable and it would be great to see a team step up and yeah and challenge them. But yeah, Schnaz, I, like the last few months, it's just been like injury after injury, players rested, origin, all these factors for the Storm and they've just seemed to play very well through it and Manly got all their players back after the Dragons loss 
and got absolutely rolled. They didn't have Slater. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, they're still so dominant. It's it's not that... I wouldn't say that they're a much, like, so much better team than the rest of the competition. Um, it's something about the squad. Like, they've got players in their squad that might not even make first grade in other clubs, but because mm. of the system and the way they play and the players around them, oh, yeah. they just go to another level. The coaching is unbelievable. Uh, they're in a bit of a, a mood this year. Yeah. We think it's Cooper Cronk's last season in the NRL. We can't confirm it. We think it is. Uh, they're definitely you know, celebrating Cameron Smith's career this year for all the milestones which are going to keep coming. And as I said, clear-cut favourites, but I just get a little bit irritated when I hear that it's all over and I have it wouldn't matter who the team is so that's just my thought on that but like this week as an example like you're looking at Jerome Hughes and and Joe Stimson Mm. and you go wow like teams are probably actually get their recruitment officers are getting out going how can we snag these guys away I know I think Hughes re-signed recently but you know, you know how yeah. there's always those players that leave the storm and, and uh, Tohu Harris is leaving this year, going big money to the Warriors. Like, they just they just spit out these players that you just go... Like, I was so impressed with Stimson and Hughes. Mm. And Hughes, you can tell Hughes is loving being around Smith and Cronk. Yeah. Like, he's there, he's sniffing around and, uh, you know, he's obviously training with Slater as well and, and chatting to him, like, during the week and that's just taking his game to the next, like, an, another level. I've just been really impressed with him this year, Shnaz, and it's not that I want to call it off. I don't want to call off the fight at all, but yeah. it's just... I There's other things off the field that sort of add up that this is going to be a special year. Absolutely. Now, speaking of the media coverage of the NRL, which I mentioned before... You wanted to lead with it, and I've jumped out early, but you can. we can go second now with this. Uh, the coverage of some political it's situations. It's really related, is it? That's the whole thing, and oh, we're talking about it. I'll let it. you yeah, like lead. And- a, the, one of the guys that got caught on Saturday potentially creating a, a terrorist plot on, a, on an airline... Wearing a Bulldogs jersey is the only, uh, the guy wearing a Bulldogs jersey is one of the only photos they have of him, and our mates, our fellow News Corp people, have put it on their front page of a Telegraph saying a Bulldogs fan. It was the first line. Bulldogs and butcher has Bulldog, been arrested. Bulldogs supporter. Oh, it's just. I also have an I, issue with the photo and. Was it really the only photo they could get from his Facebook? Yeah. Oh, look, Schnaz, I, I, look, I don't know what to say other than I'm extremely embarrassed to work for an organization because we put in so much hard work into rugby league. I deal with the Bulldogs every now and then when I work at games and I, I'm going to feel embarrassed to talk to them as a representative of a company like I, 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 that's just a personal opinion. I'm not having a go at the organisation as such, but other people that represent us feel that that's acceptable. Did the Bulldogs release a statement about it? They did. They did release it, and they felt they were angry that them and their sponsors had been drawn into this, and uh, it's just it's just very embarrassing and disappointing, Schnaz. We work our asses off every year for this game and we love it 
whether it's statistics, production, going to the games, and then fellow colleagues do this. You can see to, why to they did it, To sell right? the paper. To sell the to paper. Get, and then, like, to actually go out of their way and say, this guy's a Bulldogs fan, first and foremost. Yeah. It's disappointing. Like, the picture says it enough. You don't have to mention it. That's that he's right. He's wearing a Bulldogs jersey. But it's just How would you him. have... Would you have... I mean, obviously, you, you would have been less It's got angry, nothing but... to do with the NRL whatsoever. Yeah. He's... Like, what? If I'm, wearing, was, a, if I'm I... wearing a T-shirt of... A surf company, Billabong or Santa Cruz. Do do the, do those companies get drawn into the fact that because I'm a terrorist, they need to be brought in with it? I don't think so. I think yeah. I think there's plenty wrong with it, and it's got nothing to do with league. We're mentioning it, but I just wanted to say, as as an, as an employee, and you don't have to back me up here Schnaz, but I've got a kid to support I, mate. I think it's I think it's disappointing and embarrassing that and, and these journos that aren't working in sport have labelled them something that they're not like that then that, that is the a good, club is that is a good necessarily point. it wasn't representative of that person it wasn't written by a sports journo we should point that out yeah Shari Markson and Ashley Gleason. I don't know who they are but it's just disappointing man I'm yeah Brooksy the Let's, podcast is too heavy yeah Lighten it up. Yeah, I, I that was. I just wanted to mention it. Like it's. No, just, I'm glad you did. I sat there. I sat there, and I was like, everyone thinking. Did. I was hoping like Daily Telegraph sports people would like sort of disassociate themselves with it. I haven't heard anything as yet. Well, we had we had the great James Graham on NRL yeah, 360 last which night, which is which is great that he came on. But it's just I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's been has. universally panned. Yeah, and yes, I'm I'm sure some people might have had a laugh at it, or taken taken the subject and ran with it. But at the end of the day, a person with a brain is going to see that it's it's not kosher, as my people would say. Now, yeah. Brooksy, where were you on the weekend? Tell me about your weekend of rugby league. Mate, I... Games, games, games. ANZ, ANZ. Oh. Para Brizzy. Did you go to the, uh, the little the brewery? The brewery? No, no, I avoided it. Okay. I was parking out at P1. Sure. So I was out the back um, to Silverwater um, on exit. But yeah, it was there for Para Brizzy. It was there for Good South game. Canberra. Good game. Para, Para five straight schnaz. Yeah. Far out. They've had people talk, talking up top four finish. Yeah. That's <laughs> crazy. Don't you, don't you think? It's surprising, especially given the injuries that they've suffered and and probably where you might have had them at the start of the year. I thought bottom of the eight. Yeah. But... Uh, Can you throw one at you? Yeah. Moses doesn't come over. Para making the finals? He's been pretty good. I'm not a fan, but he's been pretty good. Not saying that he's the sole reason why they're there, but it just enabled that combination, enabled Gutho to be good at fullback enabled the the wingers to be out on the wing, not necessarily be at fullback. Although, Bevan French has done all right the last couple of weeks. Big fan. But I don't think they do, Schnaz. And I think that sort of, those fortunes enable teams to go up to a next level. And yeah. I, let's say Will Smith or, um, God, who who's some, I don't even know who their uh, backup halves are. If Norman and, and Moses go down, it probably is Will Smith and someone from Wenny. But... 
I don't think I don't think they're as potent. I don't think they get over the line against the Broncos, and unfortunately, it looks like Andrew McCulloch's out for the year. I was going to say it's a good subject you raised because I think if their depth is is tested anymore, the Eels, then they might be in a bit of trouble in some key positions. They've kind of lost the amount of guys you probably want to lose. Um, but at the moment, they look pretty good. The scoring points really well. Most defense, of, defense, no, defense is really good. Yeah, awesome. but that, that's been good all year. Um, Nathan Brown, how good? Yeah, he's going like to be him. up there with Vaughn and Keary, man, as best buyers of the year. Like, he's, I like him at South. He's last on year. the podium. I like him at South. Yeah, I was the, hoping that my team might pick him up. South are South are going to rue that. Oh, but imagine like with Crichton, with Burgess, with him. Um, obviously Sam Burgess. <laughs> but yeah, and they've got some young guys like Murray and Musgrove coming through. Like that pack would look really good next year. But um, you know what? Sometimes you lose players and that's it. And I think Parramatta have got a good one there. It just, what about the coach? Brad Arthur. He down on the get, sideline. He, he was doesn't get a up. lot of credit, but yeah. he's turned them around. I know there was only one way they could go, but I'd, I personally do not hear a lot of accolades go his way and and now I think about it he must be a heck of a coach yeah big time and yeah I think we talked about it last year with the salary cap and it sort of galvanized um the club as well like going through that they lost foreign they've done really well in terms of recruiting Moses and getting the best out of players as well and uh you were also at the South Sydney Canberra game our Canberra back well, only TBC. Well, this, this sort of ties in with another game, the Dragons losing to the Knights. That I wasn't really, going to mention it, Brooksy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Knights fans! I think I actually had a little dig at the Knights late in the podcast last week. Oh boy! Unless it was off air, it wasn't a bad one, but. You you had you know a chalk, you had the chalk like, out, and you had the W. It, do you think it was on the cards? Like ha- having sort of seen the last few Dragons Knights game, where we sort of got out of jail at Cogra, and round twenty six was pretty close last year. I think I think that would do. I think it's more to do with Newcastle. Yeah, and they're not as bad as what people say, nor what the records will suggest. Uh, yeah, and and they've been building in their own way, and they've had setbacks along the way. But I think it's more about them. You guys had some refereeing things go against you, which I thought, look, 100% correct, they did go against you, but I thought Mary was a bit... <laughs> Cost us two points and 10 grand by the look of it. Mary was a bit OTT, you know, Mary, taking away the moment from Newcastle, yeah. in my opinion. Mary needs that money to build his gyms uh, in Cogger and Wollongong. Yeah. Like, we've just lost a couple of fine machine schnaz. and. Mate. 2014, Flano... Well, no, it was earlier. Flano was on eBay buying boxing rings and putting them together himself. So I've been there. Yeah. But uh, the ladder's looking interesting. And that's... I wanted to mention that because you've got Manly and the Dragons, um, 26 and 24. You've got Penrith just outside on 24. And now the Raiders on 20. So they're only four points out of eight. And it's doable. Schnaz, with five games to go... They have to win... Four or five, don't they? Yeah, too? I think Canberra got to win out. Like you, you want to be on thirty points. Like you want thirty points. Just to their last game is in Melbourne. All you can do is win what's in front of you. If you do that, well, you lost. What was it? Eight games within seven points or less earlier in the year. You know that that's what happens. And look, you're looking at the Manly Canberra swing. 
Manly on 26, Canberra on 20. If Canberra win those two golden point games, Manly are on 22, Canberra on 24. It's it's huge in the scheme of things. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Exactly. Exactly. What else has been happening, Schnaz? So, oh, well, actually, mm. with those four teams, yes, who do you think's gonna who do you think's gonna make it with? I think that the two spots on the line. I think Penrith are a real shot because their draw is quite, um, quite good, and a bunch of games at home against lesser teams, or, yep. or what you might call lesser teams. Canberra, I'm not so sure about because, I mean, they got a, a tough one this week in Cronulla, and I say that meaning it's going to be a very tough game overall for both teams. I'm quite yeah. apprehensive about it. Uh, they play Melbourne the last week. Yeah. So, if they need to win every game, I don't know if they're going to win both of those games. They might, but mm. um, but I think Penrith have a, have a real good shot. I think well, your drag's still have a bit of life left in them. Manly, I'm pretty worried about. You look at Penrith's last three games, Shanaz, and they're against those three teams. They've got... The Raiders in round 24, so they could pretty oh. much knock the Raiders out there in 24. Where's that at? That's in Canberra. Okay. Then you've got Panthers, Dragons, round 25. Yeah. Another huge two points on the line. And then Panthers, Seagulls, round 26. So oh, they, could, right. they could basically shuffle up the ladder with these wins or knock, you know, knock teams out. And my, my issue with Penrith is they're really not playing well at all. Canberra showed some good signs last week. Penrith were terrible against the Dogs. Yeah. And they've had a pretty unhappy year. They are winning games. They've won a, a really great amount recently. Four straight, haven't they? Yeah. So, but I don't really like how they're doing it. And I know that you just have to win them. It doesn't matter how you win them. Yeah. But I think to be consistent every week, you have to be showing a bit more. But... Given they are playing at home quite a lot and against some winnable, you know, some winnable matches, they're a shot for sure. Mind you, this round has been circled at Concord, Leichhardt, and Campbelltown by Mr. Ivan Cleary. Yeah, playing against his son, playing against his former employers, it would be a huge win for the Tigers if they can steal the two points from the Panthers. I'm not going to rule it out. I yeah. think it's a, as I mean they had a good game against the Titans last week away from home. Yeah, Titans weren't that flash to be fair. And I think if Penrith don't lift from what they've been doing, then the Tigers can do it. If they lift, they might have a bit of trouble. I was I don't know if you know this, Brooksy, but does Ivan and his son they live in the same house still, or is he moved out? Or I haven't kept up to date with. Um Keeping up with the Clearies. Because I have been thinking about it. Yeah, I, I'm sure... Not so much about that situation, <laughs> but about the situation coming up this week. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. sure that if they were, it would be an interesting scenario at dinner during the week. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not too let, sure. Let me ask you this. <laughs> How much... You got me there. ...does he target his son? I think so. I think, I think you target him. It's because he likes to not? run. Yeah. Oh. What happens if one of his players smashes his son? Does he have a go at his player? Or I don't know. I I get the it's fascinating. I get the feeling that Ivan isn't like he's not very observant of who's particularly in certain areas. He's watching the game with 
There's my 13, there's their 13. So it's just number seven, the opposition seven. Obviously with coaching and, and certain positions, he would go, okay, let's target these players. But watching the game, I think he'd be... You know, you see him up in the commentary box, it's the same face every week. That sort of just... I know, it's not a video podcast. I'm pulling like just a... What sort of a face, you know, as you can Nonchalant. see. Nonchalant? Yeah, you just like... And yeah. next to him's old mate Mick Potter. It's like you've got... Wayne Bennett sleeping at the bottom of Care Factor, and then he's slightly the Cleary sort of stare. And who's at the top? Bell, it's got to be Bellamy. Or it would have to be. Brad Arthur on the sideline last <laughs> week. He was very animated. Oh, dear, dear. Michael Maguire, he'd be up there. God. He's getting uh, more distraught every week. I'm, oh, the funny thing is, oh, oh, we'll talk about it a bit later. Sure. But, oh, no, let's talk about it now. Go. I'm up on at Townsville on Friday next to the away box, Cowboys Storm. Are you really? So I'm going to... Yeah, it's going to be you, interesting. Can you... I'm not going to say film it, but can you try and get an audio recording for us? <laughs> Do it just for this podcast. I, I might on. need my phone for most of the uh, just game. Just a 30-second grab, but, hit yeah. record. I need you to do that for me. Yeah, I'll try and... As soon as the Cowboys score a try, I'll try. I'm busy oh, generally, but... You won't like, need to have a particular to... moment. Just hit record and you'll get something good. <laughs> so, yeah, I was there for the South game, the South Cowboys, and Maguire was going off, so I can't wait. Have you noticed, um, and obviously you have because you're an NRL producer, when they ISO him, and ISO for our listeners means get a good shot of him in the commentary <laughs> box... <laughs> Such a good description. Um, <laughs> Get a good shot. <laughs> have you noticed his breathing when he's watching the game in certain elements? Like he, he, I'm not saying he has trouble breathing, but he really has this very specific kind of deep breathing. Are you saying like on. Frank Panizzi hitting him in the back, like to get no some more, in, more <laughs> performing the Heimlich? <laughs> it's almost like that. He's I like, urge everyone to watch the um, close-ups of Maguire. And you just watch his breathing. Oh, Maguire, sorry. You're talking about Bellamy. No, no, sorry, Maguire, no. When, he's, yeah. when he's in the box. Yeah. And he really is riding every single moment. Yeah. Like his career depends on it. The under-20s coach does it. And on that, they all learn that from game, he was like, every every play, he was yeah. screaming. Yeah. I'm like, it's not NFL, dude. <laughs> but it's not. It is to him. It, it, it seemed like it to me. But, um, yeah, it... It'll be interesting to see, being next to him, how, how vocal he gets throughout the game. Oh, I reckon it's going to be constant. He's consistent. Yeah, straight from the kickoff. I'm going to be like... <laughs> yeah, the first one, you'd be like, whoa. Me, Kevin, and Bossy are just going to be like ducking. <laughs> see if you can get closest to the to the wall. We'll try. I'll be at the back. Yeah, I think I'll be right there. But yeah, I've, I've, yeah. So you're away in Queensland for two matches. Yeah, we've got Titans Broncos the following night. Okay, as well, which should be good. Broncos got a good record over them historically. Battle of South Queensland. The Titans, is, it seems like they're trying to slowly turn into the Broncos 2.0 with all their ex players. Like they need to start winning. Got to be Taylor right. in 15. No, sorry, got Taylor in 16. Got Wallace this year. They've got uh, two good... I think Jai Arrow's going to go there next year. They've got this Keegan Hipgrave guy that played under-20s origin that's yeah. a gun from what I've seen, the two games that I've watched. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and yeah, I, th I like it. I think the Titans will be fired up to try and start the decline of the Broncos. Like I said before, and I've spoken to Joel about it. He's a Joel Carboni, the resident mathematician here at Fox. 
He's a big fan of McCulloch. I like McCulloch too. Oh, yeah. I think he's a massive loss. Definitely. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And they got Ben Hunt at hooker. Yeah. The million dollar hooker. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, so when are you, when are you leaving? Uh, Friday morning. And you're back get Sunday? Back, get back Monday night. What's going on there? Uh, Bit of Brooksy time? Gonna head, gonna head south of the border down Byron Way. Really? The Sunday and Monday, yeah. Is the lovely Mel joining you? She will be joining me so on like Saturday, which okay. should be good. So, yeah, gonna... gonna ex- I wonder how warm it'll be. It's about 24 degrees. Okay. We've already <laughs> <laughs> looked ahead. Okay. You packed your bathers. Bailey's barometer. <laughs> no. Okay. Good um, stuff. Yeah, so so heading down there. So, I've got a couple of restaurants and, and pubs and waterfalls that I want to... Uh, Stop by the Bolter Brewery in Corumban as well. I can't wait, Shanaz. Your former hometown, Corumban. Yeah. Yeah. The old sanctuary might pop in, feed a couple of lorikeets. Who knows? <laughs> I think I went there as a kid. Yeah. I, I was lived, like 10. Yeah. 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 Uh, we've talked about this. Yeah. yeah. I lived across the road in yeah. early days. No, I, I couldn't imagine a young Shanaz with lorikeets <laughs> like out like the, what's it called? The, um, the Jesus on and Rio de Janeiro. Sure. I've lost what it's called. Um, yeah, it's just the big Jesus. No, but there's some sort of we know name to... The yeah. giant Jesus. I think Lynn might help us out with that, like she did with the Ronnie Burns stand this week. Shout out to Lynn. Yeah, she's a lovely lady. Uh, very very yeah, knowledgeable. I, yeah, I can't... I was really distraught that I gave the impression, or you gave the impression, that I didn't tell you <laughs> who Pete Burns was. <laughs> I... It's sometimes uh, it's like we left it hanging in the air, and she went. Uh, yeah. He was an admin guy from the Sharks, and it's <laughs> like I told him this, but he didn't tell you this. Yeah, we love Lynn. She's cool, cool yeah. lady. Christ the Redeemer. Excuse me. That's what it's called uh, in Rio de Janeiro. Like a, a young schnaz, like Christ the Redeemer, with like four lorikeets. You really on each think highly of me, and like two it. on your head, just eating bread. Like I could just imagine that could be the new logo for the Shark Cast next year, schnaz. I think it was more like. You know, a billabong hat and a, and a quicksilver shirt when I was ten. And Ooh, that's a that's a <laughs> surfing fashion faux pas if ever I've heard. I was one. ten. Yeah, fair enough. Bo- a boogie board, we'll not a surfboard. Yeah, about Chappelle Corby. Oh, I don't know anything. Doing about an her. Instagram post with the bodyboard the other day. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, did she know I'm, what she I'm was serious. doing? Don't call me Shirley. Did she know what she was doing? <laughs> I think she did. Okay. That's Very like, quiet like on the Cocaine Cassie modelling some um, Beats by Dre in the year 2042 or wherever she gets out. Is she still over there? Yeah, she's doing... So. Oh, she, I think she's getting six years, she knows. Yeah. My care factor for all these things happening is just so zero at the moment. Like, out of the loop, you're in NRL. No, but it's not mode. even out of the loop. It's just like, oh yeah, why'd you do that? Yeah. Why didn't you do that? Uh, quiet on the Chappelle front, there was all that hullabaloo about her coming back and... yeah. Yeah, I thought good it was interesting. Her. I she thought it was a good to, segue. She needs to lay low, low, I believe. Yeah, I don't definitely. want to tell her how to live definitely. a life. But. There should be like a 10-year lay low monitorium for people like Chappelle, seriously. Whether you did it or not, just don't be 50 yards away from any bodyboards, please, Chappelle. For that, like, or even a um, baggage handler. Don't go out with a baggage handler, the first guy you see when you get back from Bali. I think she's engaged. To a baggage handler? To a Balinese gentleman, I believe. Ah, a bit of a Ronda Katut sort of scenario. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> that, you, oh, God. <laughs> Sometimes we're like the odd couple, Shanaz. We are. 
Ronda and Katut on the Amy ads. Oh, you look hot today, Ronda, like a sunrise. You remember? Not really. Oh, my God. It was like Sorry, the biggest dude. ad of 2014. 2014? I don't know. Right, Brooksy. I don't know what else to say. You know say. what time it's come to. It's time yeah. for us to wrap it up. So what's uh, what's on your agenda this week, Schnaz? I'm going to try and get down to the blockbuster that is Corona LV Canberra. Ooh, this is your sort of redemption. Oh, could be, sorry, not their your redemption. redemption, their yeah. redemption. Yeah. In the Shire. Is was, this their first visit to the Shire? It is, because yeah. you played... Yeah. Ooh. I was thinking about trying to organise the uh, Viking Club to happen, but like a legit one. Yeah. Like get everyone to do it at once. Just to freak him out. That'd be pretty cool. It's the Joel Carboni Cup, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. Well, he, a... he can't lose because he's a Sharks fan, but he works the Raiders. And he's got clear eyes and full heart, you know. That's right. That's the thing. That's right. Me, okay, I cool. can lose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to lose, but I could lose. Uh, and just, you know, a bit of work and yeah. just, a, you know, the usual kind of week for me. You going to come down and watch the lab tomorrow? What time are you recording? Uh, yeah, in the afternoon. I okay, think. we don't have a lot. Don't disclose it, but uh, Bulldogs Paralab should be interesting. Talking about Mitchell Moses. Yes, yes, we. Yeah, you're going to look at his attack over the last few weeks. How he operates down the short side. Yep. So if you have Fox Sports, you need to watch the lab pre-game. Pre-game, be somewhere some, between seven and kickoff. Some shortish segments with Joel. And various talent, including Matty Elliott, I'd imagine. Matty Elliott and Matt Shervington. And, and we'll be ba- dissect the game. And we'll be back in on Friday dissecting Dragons Rabbitohs, looking at that Dragons attack down the left side. Lafay. Widop. And Nighty. And also looking at Reynolds' kicking game. Did you see how he sort of resorted back to the kicks? He's been spot on with a few. I think can't remember who it was early in the game against Canberra that knocked it on early. It would have been a great start. I think start. it was Jackie Whiten, wasn't it? No, 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 no. South player over the line. He, oh, sorry, sorry. It was Heimel Hunt or someone of that yes, nature. Yes, he had a few errors. And then yeah. they scored one off Fui Maono. So we're having a look at that like fourth tackle option where it's, it's basically to talk about Matt Dufty and how he played in the line against the Knights and he can't yes. do that against South, particularly no. with... Reynolds' kicking game. So it should be an interesting one for South fans to hopefully, for them, uh, area where they could beat the Dragons. Definitely a strong chance for them to uh, to build on. Brooksy, we've got to get out of here. Yes. <laughs> we do. <laughs> yes. That's why I said yes. And you've got to finish off your muffin. Haven't started it. Top of the muffin. Team. Nothing. Nothing. You had nothing. Well, Scott Hogarth returns to stats from production next week, so... Hopefully the loan deal's expired. Business as usual, and you can yeah. bring me my lunch on a Wednesday. Imagine, imagine if we had the loans in NRL, where you could loan out someone for half a season I slash full season. Wouldn't mind that. Who would, who Ooh. would you loan out uh, from the Sharkies? Schnaz, come on, Jack Bird. Loan him out. Who would you loan him to? Brisbane. Give him a give him a taste. <laughs> no, early? no, someone else. <laughs> Newcastle. Sure. Someone that's not in the eight. And but I say that with imagine, respect. Imagine but. how disappointing that would be for poor Jackson. Well, he didn't ask he's me to make for him back-to-back happy. titles, and then he's in Newcastle. So another dig at Newcastle, Schnaz. I've got to stop doing these digs. I might lose. Well, to, I might have you're not just, playing them again this year, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, I know. I can get them in now. Congratulations, congratulations yeah. Knights fans! Another it was fifteen a, and a half grand. It was out. feel good. It was feel good. 
Yeah, I, it's great. You probably to didn't see. feel good, but it was feel good. I was working. I was getting ready for the game after it. It's just like no time to no time to sulk about this one. I'm going to get straight into this game. But uh, yeah, congratulations, guys! Great win. All right, Brooksy. We will see you. See you later. Follow us on social media. Share us to all your friends. I had a couple of people in the building this week tell me they're enjoying that we're back podcasting oh, about nice. rugby league and other social matters. So keep, and as I said to all those people, keep sharing around, tell your friends and family, and uh, put it on your social medias, and we would appreciate that. Brooksy, we're out of here. I will see you, see you some other time. Marcus, bye for now, Shanaz. <laughs>